surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, that do make more money than you, that are doing, you know, making great impact in the world, it's only going to inspire you to become better. It gives you permission to do the same. And then the folks that are watching you give I mean, it's just a ripple effect. Right. So it benefits the community, the world for us to take care of ourselves. Hey, family, you got to go to the website and check out Jack Design, just everyday creativity. I've known John Cook since he started this company at 14, but I've known him his entire life. He's been an artist his entire life. He's just 15 years of age. And Just Everyday Creativity or Jack Design isn't just an apparel company. It's an action. It's an attitude. It's an attribute. Because this young man puts his heart and soul into the apparel that we get a chance to wear. Whether it's the Empathy Collection. You feel me? I love that piece. Or whether it's the Masterpiece Collection, the one I'm rocking right now. Go check out the website. Don't forget to put Don't Quit 22 in a checkout and get a discount. Jack Design. It's impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. The, the, the We Won't Quit podcast is designed to help entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck by limiting beliefs and procrastination. That's right. You're going That's to hear right. stories and lessons from incredible people who've overcome setbacks to comebacks because they have the mentality and they refuse to quit. Refuse to Your host is none other than Mike Humes, mailman to millionaire the storyteller and leadership mentor helping you shift and grow in your entrepreneurship journey T tune into these episodes to get real stories from real people who've had real success let's get it started. Let's get it started. are you ready let's go let's go let's go all right family welcome to another episode of the we won't quit podcast where i get to interview some incredible people who truly embody my quote that it's impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit and this one right here listen I remember, what was it, a year ago uh, that Jasmine Steele invited me on her podcast. Yeah, right? about a year. It's been, yeah, just over a year, right? Yep, and yep. Now, now look at us doing the, the holiday season. Look at the tables turning. Yeah. Hello, yeah. Mr. Hughes. Hello, Jasmine Thanks Steele. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure I'm having so you. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Can I share my gifts like now or? Yeah, I mean, it's Christmas. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys. I'm, so, I'm I mean, I can't. Well, day before Christmas, but same. Day before Christmas. And your birthday was last week. It so, was. Thank um, you. I came bearing gifts. And, and matching the theme as well, so we got some, got some. Uh, you got stuff that make holiday, me, uh, that holiday. I can, that I can work off before <laughs> the holidays. You see this? Like this is not. For those listening in, we got like some some chocolate covered strawberries, and I'm not even sure what type of uh, these look. Ridiculous, Just amazed the uh, some red velvet up in there, some they vanilla so up good. in there, all the Christmas stuff, and then we got the we won't quit. Wow. Celebratory champagne you. bottles. Look at this. Cause you deserve it, sir. Oh man, I'm got so my picture. Got the podcast. We won't quit. Hosted by Mike Humes. I hey, get, this may be another another business we Thank need you. to. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you know we're in a, we're in the legal field. We'll brand. Right? <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, we'll form an LLC and do it. Thank in you so much. In a heartbeat. You're welcome. Absolutely. I'm gonna sit in here so that way they get to see all of you on this episode. So I'm gonna sit these bottles down here. All right, sir. Jasmine Steele. Yes, sir. So excited to have you. I know. I'm excited to be here. Right, right. And I know you could be a lot of other places. Yeah, right? but this is a great place to be. It, it Being is. able to, you know, connect with your listeners, your viewers. And I'm just excited that you've stretched yourself to do this. This is amazing. Are you? Yes. You know I it's am. a stretch for me. <laughs> it is. You know, I like to be private. Because I know, you know, <laughs> that's, but that's who you are. Right, you know, right. always growing, always elevating. This is perfect way, perfect way for people to get to hear more from you. Well, they came to hear you today, so right. and I'm excited because I know. I mean, this first of all, you you're you're an author. Yes. Sir. Right. I got my book too. I need you to sign my my love 
Uncorruptible book. You, you got, got it. That. Love Incorruptible. Incorruptible. That's right. Incorruptible, yes. To make sure you get that on Amazon. Yes. Well, I'm sure we can get your website. You're an author. You're a coach. Mm-hmm. You're a domestic abuse survivor, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I know you've spoken so many different places. And you're a mom. of. Uh, that's number one, you know. That's number one. Absolutely. Hashtag girl mom. Yes. Girl moms. And to the single parents out there as well. Absolutely. Got a, got a special place in my heart for y'all. Yeah. Right now I'm a girl dad, right? With yes. Two, so my, my babies. But uh, you got I, the age gap like me too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. All right. Starting over. Yeah. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. I love it, man. It, it keeps me young. So tell me about. Um, Tell me about Jasmine Steele, right? Look, we can. Where, where do we want to start? I've known you for <laughs> so seems like forever, right? It's um, been sixteen years. Sixteen years. Sixteen years. Yep. Yep. And so, the, what? Go. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how. That's much what happened when you interview right? your friends. Yeah, like, like, like well, what I want to share right now. <laughs> but no, watching the evolution, watching the growth. I mean, I just remember you uh, coming into business and taking it by storm. Um, and then just just elevating and then branching off and still having success in other areas. And and even as you went through challenges in life, which is why I had to have you on the We Won't Quit podcast, because I know there's some women out there uh, and men. Yes. Right. Who are going through some situations that uh, they need to be inspired. They need right. to see the other side of it. Right. And you've turned that adversity into you know, a, a, a way that you can bless a lot of other people. So Absolutely. if you can kind of, you know, turn, turn that purpose into pain, turn that pain into purpose. There you go. So, there yeah. you go. Well, you alluded to, you know, starting off as an entrepreneur and, you know, hitting the ground running 16 years ago, um, which is, you know, in the company that we both are affiliated with. Um, but the success actually didn't last very long. Um, and what I realized looking back is I just hadn't quite become the person really ready you know, for that level of success. So, and plus, you know, I had some life stuff go on, which I shared in my book. Um, as you mentioned, I am a survivor of abuse. Actually, I'm entering my seventh year of freedom. Congratulations. Thank you so, so much. And when I say seventh year of freedom, I mean intentionally healing, you know, focusing on the areas that I needed to really heal on the inside to develop me into the person that I am today. But, um, yeah, not being ready for success at the time. Um, I still had some pockets of unworthiness that I hadn't unraveled yet. Um, and I had a couple more babies to have, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my book is actually loosely based on my life, so it's a novel. But the main character is loosely based off of me. And um, she shares how she went through emotional abuse, but how she journeyed through her childhood trauma to really start to identify that she was even in something emotionally abusive. And so, um, you know, what I found with abuse, a lot of us thinks that, you know, we think it's the black eye, you know, right? Uh, the physical abuse is what we're most familiar with. Um, but what I really became an advocate um, for is teaching folks about emotional and financial abuse, because that's what I endured. Emotional and financial abuse. Emotional and financial abuse. And there's several forms of abuse, but right. the most, you know, common is, you know, physical, physical abuse. Right. Right. And we had, you know, unfortunately, it was a long line throughout my family. You know, my mother was a victim of abuse. I witnessed it as a child. Um, and I even had an aunt who didn't survive abuse. And so that's wow. what makes me even more passionate about sharing it because God allowed me to survive it so that I can share it. And so, you know, sharing it in a book was a way that I've been able to connect with other women and men. Like you said, I've actually 
you know, thought the book would be for women, but a lot of men actually came up and shared about some of the things they went through in their childhood. So, yeah, it's yeah, a no, blessing. I, I couldn't put it down. Like, I mean, and I've, I've had it for some time. Yeah. Know, from the time you, you, was this 2018? 2018, I yeah. released it, yep. Phenomenal. But um, you talked about it being repetitive. Is that something that never, like the, the trauma, how do you overcome that trauma? First, you got to identify it and even know that you're in something toxic in the first place. What I found is like in our community, our parents didn't have the same resources that we have. Like we can go on Google and learn about certain things that they didn't have the access to. Right. And then also now with education, like we're learning that emotional abuse is a thing and financial abuse is a thing. And, uh, you know, I think with that lack of education and the generations before, we kind of just passed down some traumatic behaviors, toxic behaviors. Um, we hear it in our household, you know, for instance, with boys. Boy, you better stop crying. You know what I mean? Right, you right. acting like a girl or whatever. And so we've been taught from a young age to suppress our emotions. And so that's something that I had adopted, you know, suppressing my emotions, coping by keeping my voice silent. And so when I entered into a toxic relationship as a teenager, and we both had our background of not the best upbringing. So I don't share my story as a way to point fingers to anybody else, but to really identify the fact that sometimes we all come from jacked up situations. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so with that being said, once you identify that there is a problem, that's when you can begin to work on it. And so it took me a while. I mean, some of us, have a high pain tolerance, unfortunately. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, but, you know, you get to that point where you're like, for me it was I, I just felt that God had something better for me and I wasn't willing to wait another day to start pursuing it. Like I just, I was I was done living beneath my purpose. And that's kind of what, that's what launched my healing journey was just making that decision. Like I don't know what the future holds. I have three babies in tow, but I had to I had to believe that what God had for me in the future was better than what I was experiencing and and I just took the the leap and started to rebuild my life. Wow. Wow. Do you remember the day? I mean, I know you mentioned the day. You remember the that I actual did. day. The day that I made the decision? Yeah. I share the story all the time. So, you know, my brother-in-law Conway. Mm -hmm. Um I remember one day going over to their house and I had um my husband at the time had told me he wanted a divorce. And that was something that he unfortunately had said a lot. It was kind of like the boy who cries wolf. So this time I was like all broken about it and crying. And I went to my brother-in-law and I was like, I don't know what I should do. Like, what should I do? He wants to divorce me again. And he looked me square in the eye and he was like, look, you know what he wants, but do you know what you want? Mm. Wow. And in asking me that, do you know what you want, Jasmine? It was that moment that made me realize that I didn't. And that I had spent so much of my life caring about trying to keep something together, caring about trying to fix somebody else, when all the while I was the person that needed the fixing. And that was the moment that turned it around for me. Wow. Yeah. Stuff. And so I went into therapy, all the important things that I think that uh, we need to talk about that kind of so, stuff. So you mentioned therapy and right. you were talking about the, the stigmas and the different things, obviously in our community. Yep. I think it's it's growing a lot more now. Like, I mean, when I was on your podcast, I talked about therapy. I talked mm -hmm. about actually going through therapy and how therapeutic, right? No, how, <laughs> how, how therapeutic. Good, yeah, how good it was. I mean, just really. And, and you don't necessarily have to be going through a situation. Right. To do it. Uh, I have a friend who I remember him saying that he and his wife 
go through counseling, mm-hmm. but nothing's wrong. Right. But they go through counseling to avoid that. It's like someone who's healthy saying, I'm going to work out. Mm-hmm. I never thought of it that way. But in our community, when in a, I'm speaking to the African-American community, mm-hmm. uh, you know, more so, it's always been a stigma like you don't go yep. to counseling, right? Yep. Hey, I'm from D.C., so they used to just send you down south when you're going through something. Right. right? You just disappear, right? <laughs> See, I'm from Cali. We didn't have the south that close. Right, right. You just went to the beach. That's it. You know, we just went to, to the beach, yeah. yeah. But we just no. went to the playground. Yeah. <laughs> I just ran for some pit bulls or something. I don't know what I did back then. Thought I was we found away. a way, though, to yeah. deal with our stuff. Right. We did. And, a, and, and we continue to do it, yeah. you know, because it's every day. It's still... You watch the news, you see things, you can't avoid it. You're on social media and we see the trauma just coming, the pandemic, the, you know, the, the, the civil, lives matter. civil injustice, all the different things that are unrest, the things that are happening, mm-hmm. um, social injustice and, and just all of it. Like, and, I you, think- and you add that and I'm going to let you, how you add mm-hmm. that too with someone's going through or what you went through. Right. It's got to be two, three. I mean, because for the pandemic, how many people were trapped in a situation right. like what you came right. out of, where they couldn't right. leave the house. Right, kids too. Right, abuse, kids yes. Too. Abuse definitely went up during the pandemic, and I'm happy that we have social media for the fact that we can bring awareness to these kinds of topics and make it okay to talk about. Like you said, going to therapy is like going to the gym. It's like maintenance. Right. Um, even though I had a therapist, she was like, look, you got your wings now. It's time to fly. Like, <laughs> you can't use it as a crutch. However, right. it's a way for you to check in with yourself right. and, to, and to be able to communicate with someone who's unbiased. That's just going to listen to you. And I think with our community, we've been taught to keep secrets. Yeah. You know, a lot of stuff gets swept under the rug. And so I kind of came, you know, became this person that's all about speaking about the stuff that's swept under the rug because that's really where the healing comes in. You got to bring it to light to be able to actually heal it. And so I agree. The pandemic's added another level of anxiety, depression, stress on our kids as well. Absolutely. Um, and so long as we keep working on ourselves, I think that is the way we can manage what's happening in the world is just continuing our own self-care, which right. includes our mental health. Yeah, you definitely helped me with uh, understanding the importance of self-care, which is so funny because, you know, having it's true. Good, no, absolutely. It is. It is taking that those first, you know, I, obviously we believe in starting each day the right way, mm-hmm. you know, having that time for yourself, even if you're not doing anything, but just having that time for yourself, whether it's meditation, whether it's prayer, whether it's uh, whatever it is. Yeah. And I know Pouring just from, into you, right. Having the, the ability to work, you know, a lot closer with you over the last year plus, um, like it's important to you, like you, you don't do anything until I, you do that. It's a must. It's right. a must. And that's why I'm so adamant about teaching women in particular and men as well. I'm glad you're listening. No, no, no. You're I'm about glad to that you're listening. I, I've been working with you for a year. It's all about the ladies. <laughs> I mean, trying to grab the little fellas that, that come aboard and like, hey, come on, bro. I, I got you. I know. I know. We, we have a little counseling session to go on because you, you just mentored the lady. Like, look, you're in town and you have events. For women, which is great. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's it's necessary. I'm, I'm joking, but yeah. it's it's really powerful because it all starts with the woman. It does. Civilization. And it all started with you. So it does. We absolutely. Bring, we bring life into the to the earth. Yes. But um, no, we need our men for sure. I mean, it takes a village. <clears throat> but I know when a woman begins the healing process, then it can, or a man begins the healing process, it can spread into the family. I mean, I even see the difference in my kids now. I think about, you know, being in that toxic marriage, how I was trying to keep it together so bad for them. Right. And then they became the reason that I left to become healthy. So it was like the reason that I was staying ended up being the reason why I ended up leaving. And it was really for them. 
Um, but the self-care, really getting into that and learning how important it is to make yourself a priority because we have so many responsibilities as parents, as you know. Um, those kids didn't ask to be here, so we definitely have to take care of them, invest that time in them. But if you look at it as I remember seeing an example, a metaphor when I was at a, a women's event and actually Kelly Price was there speaking. And I believe she's the one that used this as an example of a cup in a saucer, like a teacup in a saucer and how when we fill up that cup, that represents us. And we tend to actually give out of our cup. But what self-care is, is continuing to pour into yourself until that cup overflows. Wow. And so what's on the saucer is what's for other people. What's for what's in the cup is for you. That's so strong. It's so key because we're giving, 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 and then your cup's empty. Absolutely. And you have nothing else to give. And then now you're irritated, right. you're frustrated, you get into a whole nother, you get hangry right. because you're basically on E. And right. so that's the value of seeing that you're worth putting yourself at the top of the list first. Because I know a lot of times with women, it's, you know, it's kids, husband, work, career, me. And we mm. just have to learn to flip that around and not look at it like it's being selfish in a bad way, but that it's the only way that you can actually pour into all your responsibilities as if you are in overflow mode. And so I'm glad you picked up on that, sir, because you, you're you super busy. You have so many things going on. And sometimes I'm like, how the heck do you do it? Hmm. But, you know, taking those moments to pour in, it's it's a requirement. Yeah, it's necessary. It's or necessary. It'll burn out. It, it, especially when you work with people, especially when you work with as many people as we do and you have, and folks are going through different things. I mean, right. you know, and uh, having built uh, a business as large as what, I've been blessed to have built every week someone is losing a family member. Mm -hmm. Every week someone is uh, in a hospital. Mm -hmm. I mean, just in the last 48 hours, I can't tell you. you know, it was, um, so it's, it just never stops. Mm -hmm. And then there, there's a birth of a baby. There's a, a, right. a wedding. There's, right. you know, so you're celebrating with some, and then others are going through life. And so if you're not operating in your overflow, right. Um, yeah, everything shuts down. And when you choose to be a leader as well, because sometimes folks aren't necessarily choosing career paths where they're pouring into other people. Hey, family, did you know that the things you say to yourself about yourself would eventually determine who you attract and even what you attract for ourselves? You know, want to know where I learned that? I learned that from listening to the Self Talk Experience podcast. Look, I'm excited because some of my mentors, Donnell and Tracy Self, have started a podcast that is exploding simply because they're shifting the way people think. I've been blessed to know this couple for about 25 years, and there's no way I would have went from mailman to millionaire if it wasn't for this couple. Look, I've watched them personally help dozens of individuals earn a seven-figure income, but I've also watched them help thousands of people shift the way they think inside of their family, inside of their marriage, inside of their household, inside of their, their job, inside of their career, and change lives. And now, for free, you get a chance to experience what many have paid tens of thousands of dollars to experience. Go watch the Self-Talk Experience podcast. I promise you, your life will never be the same. Which says a lot about you, to even choose a career path that's going to require you to invest in other people, but then it also requires you to invest in yourself. Right, right. So you've done a lot of investing in yourself, obviously, right? Started with the uh, just just therapy yep. or, or healing. Yep. Um, My own coaching. I mean, right. coaches. It, yes. And I'm At, blessed to be surrounded by coaches like yourself. It's like I get all this free coaching because I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm around all these entrepreneurs all the time. But yeah, therapy, coaching and taking the time. Right. 
like really taking the time to invest in myself. How important is that? Not just the time, I mean, in the morning, because mm -hmm. there's some things you could do for free, right? You go for a walk, um, right. go near the water, I know it's your thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, just the meditation, listening to music, right? There are things that you can just do that don't cost you much or yep. don't cost you anything. But how important is it to invest, like literally invest monetarily, money. yeah, into your growth, to be able to now, uh, you know, have the success, and and I know where you are now is still a pit stop. Oh, I mean, we're you, just getting started. Absolutely, yeah, but but how important was it to to invest in yourself? It's one thousand percent important. Just like you invest, like you said, the things that we don't cost us anything, but actually to invest money. Because I was looking at a video on Instagram. I can't think of his name. But he said, you want to become a millionaire? Well, look at your bank account. How are you treating your bank account? How are you spending your money? I saw that, yeah. Yeah, he was like, Powerful. put the donut down. You want right. to lose weight, but you over here sitting on the couch eating the donut. But you brought me cupcakes and strawberries. Like, In I'm moderation, sure. sir. Okay, all right. All right. It's the <laughs> holiday season. All right. it's, the, yeah. it's the holiday I, season. Look, I had the goat here last week, right, Darnell Self? Yes. Right for my birthday, for the very first episode. And uh, he brought a cake as well, so... <laughs> I still got some left. You have to pace uh, yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's going into I the new help. year. I going might. into the new year, though, we we gonna get it all right. New year, all over new again. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody says that. But you're investing yourself, right. and obviously financially investing in yourself, yep. and then is it just as important to invest in your kids in that process, or yep. like how does all that work? I mean, because I watch you do it, and I I mean I don't see all of it. Right. But like. How do you make that work? Because I know there are folks who are listening, who are in their car right now, going to a job they can't stand, mm -hmm. maybe coming home to someone that is abusive, mm -hmm. um, that bleeds over into their children, and it could lead to them abusing their children. Yep. Um, some folks are being abused by their children as they've gotten older, right? It's just all these different situations. Mm -hmm. So how does someone right now who doesn't have the resources or feel they don't, how do they navigate that? Mm, that's good feel like they don't have the resources. Right. Key word is feel. Right. Because there is definitely help available when someone's in a domestic abusive situation. Um, and that's the number one thing is humbling ourselves. Like you talk about investing in yourself, but before you can even get to investing in yourself to know you're worth it, is humbling yourself to acknowledge where you are. And I know when it comes to abusive situations, they can vary. Uh, but at some point in time, I had to realize that I wasn't a victim, that I was choosing to stay. I was I had some justifications on why I was staying, but it was still a choice, ultimately. And I know that when you're in survival mode, it feels like you don't have choice. It feels like you don't have resources. But I, I want to tell you that you do. Um, and if you are in a situation where you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to, you can reach out to me. Hit me up. My Instagram will be on here. But I'm serious about that because I remember being embarrassed. It's, it, it can be embarrassing. Um, and you feel really low about yourself when you're in situations like that. So asking for help it feels like it's a blow to the ego, but it's really not. It's exactly what you need because when you open up yourself to help and resources, they will come. Um, and I, and I've, I've accepted all kinds of help, financial help, um, free help, free financial planning. But it was in that humility that I was able to receive those blessings and then start to rebuild.
So it's like when you're you're kind of in a deficit when you're in a toxic relationship, especially as a person with kids, because now you got, you got to bring them along with you. It's not just you. Right. So really, the key is getting yourself out of the deficit. And then when you by asking for help and then once you start to get on your feet, then you can get to that place where now you're starting to pour back into yourself. But you kind of got to get out the negative first. Right. Right. I love if how that you, makes any sense. I, no, it makes perfect sense. But I love how and those who are just listening to this can't see what you did but how you looked into the camera for that person that is just like you. Mm. I can see how intentional you were you know, to, to look at them and let them see you, that you were looking at them, right? So, so they knew they had someone. Mm -hmm. And I mean, obviously I know you do coaching and, uh, and we're gonna make sure that folks know how they can get in touch with you yeah. uh, so they can take advantage of your services. And I see you empower women, not just being able to build them financially through your business. I mean, you know, you got a little, another business in the last, 12 months part-time that you're able to bring in, uh, you know, more than the average family. Yeah. More than I in. used to make full time. Yeah. But they, uh, unfortunately it's more than what the average family is bringing in like husband, wife combined. Right. And right. you've been able to do that part-time. So I definitely know that that's always one of the toughest parts is people say, I can't afford to leave. Mm -hmm. Right. There are others who, like you said, they choose to stay and say, I, I can't get out of here. I mean, I left my, my, music in their car I got to get it like, <laughs> right. just any type of excuse right, right? but to go back yeah exactly mm -hmm. and 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 mm -hmm. you know I'm making light of it but not in a sense of it is you know some folks just choose it but yeah for those who really want I mean you were able to use the services that that we provide uh, yep. to even get a free uncontested divorce right. right right and some folks can't afford to scrape up three four five Ten thousand. Most people can. Most people can. Yeah, mm -hmm. average person earns about twenty dollars an hour. The average attorney is two hundred forty-seven dollars an hour. We so, priced out. Right. We, we never on. We never be able to use them, right. even though we have rights that we need to access. Which is why I became an advocate with the company that we work for because it gives me an you can opportunity. You say it's legal shield. Yeah, you can say what you do because I want want them to be able to find you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's why I became an advocate with Legal Shield because I was a member of the services first. Right. And being able to utilize a service for my own personal reasons to be able to get out of a divorce, uh, to be able to update my will um, after the divorce, those mm -hmm. kinds of life events that happen to a lot of us, right. honestly. Right. And then being able to not only be a member, but then now be able to put other women in a position to economically empower themselves. That's where that's where my heart really starts like going yeah. because, you know, my mantra is helping women heal their mind, their heart and their money. And I know that um, because I was a woman who didn't have the money. So I had to stay because I didn't have the money. So learning that I was worth making my own money and then really dealing with the negative thoughts and associations with money, um, because sometimes women can think, you know, uh, pursuing careers, being entrepreneurs, making a lot of money, they can have negative feelings about it. Like, women still feel that way today? They can. Because that's not what the posts look like when you, you're watching all yeah, the Yeah, I know. It's all, all about the, the they all the bosses yeah. is out Everybody's there and making boss, all the money. Yeah. And, that, and I think that's great because right. women, statistically, women tend to do better things with their money than men do. Absolutely. So uh, we need women to make more money, Absolutely. right? So we can make bigger impact in the world. But again, our upbringing, those environments, where I grew up in an environment of lack, where I saw single moms struggle every day. So all of my associations with money were negative. 
You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and I didn't have anybody around me that made a lot of money and then also did good with the money. Um, so I had a lot of negative associations with money. And I think some of you probably can relate to that growing up struggling, um, which is why we stay broke financially. And it's really the way we think about money and feel about money. Right. And so it wasn't until I, you know, became a part of this organization with the Team New Vision family that. Um, shout out to TMV. Shout out to TMV. Team New Vision. Let's um, go that I've been put in the environment. So the environment's been changed now. And now right. it's it's elevating me as a woman, as a mother, as an entrepreneur. And so now it's a blessing to be able to overcome some of those things and continue to overcome those blocks that we have. Right. Um, but then also help put other people in position to change their lives. I mean, we get one life and, um, you know, we, we, we need to make the most out of it. Right. We need right. to make the most out of it. And when we become aware of things that we need to change, change them. Right. I think you said money third. You said help women change their mind, their heart, and then their money. Mm -hmm. And the spirit is all encompassing. Right. But right. those are the main focal points when it comes to mental health, emotional health, right. overcoming emotional abuse, and then now building that financial income where we can actually leave the wealth to our children right. or wherever right. we want our charity. If you don't get along with your family, you know, you leave some wealth to your church or right. whatever you want to do with it. Right. But, um, you know, to be able to do good things, more good things. Absolutely. How important is community? Like, because I know you, we talked a lot about uh, just becoming a part of this community, right? And you being right, number 123, 123rd ring earner on, uh, on the team. Yes, sir. Right? I mean, that speaks volumes. But you did it part time. You did it super fast. I mean, 12 months. With three daughters, a <laughs> coaching business, still you were still working full time in yeah, the midst of, of a pandemic, and you're still able to you know earn. I never made that deliver mail, right? And when I say a ring earner, for those who are listening in, that's earning anywhere from fifty thousand to over a million dollars, right? Every twelve months or in a twelve month period, and you've knocked out the first of those twelve rings, part time, like. How yeah. how was how important? I guess my question is: Was the community being a part of a community of other entrepreneurs who are going and growing in the same direction? How, how what part did that play for you? That's huge. That's everything. I mean, I think about how it takes a village to raise a child. It's the same concept. I mean, God created us for a relationship. You know what I mean? To encourage each other, uplift each other, share our testimonies with one another. So he created us for relationships. So the community is everything. You know, I, I kind of dropped the term single parent because I'm really not a single parent. You know what I mean? I have, you know, family. I have friends. Mm -hmm. I have friends that become aunties to my kids. I have, you know, brothers that are like, you know, uncles and dads to my kids. Right. So I think about how we truly do have the support around us if we look for it and reach out to it. And I'm blessed in that regard that I do have that community. And when it came to entrepreneurship, same thing. I mean, everybody's not cut out to be an entrepreneur. You got to you got to be willing to develop the thick skin if you don't have it. And so the community is everything because that's what keeps you encouraged along the way and then keeps you growing as well. So right. being able to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, that do make more money than you, that are doing, you know, making great impact in the world. It's only going to inspire you to become better. It gives you permission to do the same. And then the folks that are watching you give I mean, it's just a ripple effect. Right. So it benefits the community, the world for us to take care of ourselves. Right. right. You know what I mean? For Absolutely. us to grow, for us to choose to grow personally. Yeah. Strong. I love it. I love it. I see you. I see you, Jasmine Steele. I got you. <laughs> it's, 
there's so many things I was thinking about uh, as you shared that. But I really want folks to know how they can get Love Incorruptible, a yes, woman's sir. reflective journey to freedom. Yeah. Right. You got to sign my copy, too, before I, you know, you, you look different in every, <laughs> like, if they follow you on social media, they're like, I hey just guys, saw her with braids. And this is how the, I look in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be specific. The day before Christmas 2021, because New Year's next week, if you see her in the episode, you're going to be like, because uh, we're going to have to have you back. They're going to be like, no, nah, that ain't who I was looking for. Right. Look completely different. But we got to let them know how they can get in touch with you yeah uh, i know you've uh promised to give it we're gonna give a discount for those who uh mentioned the uh, we won't quit podcast uh to ascertain the services of jasmine steel i mean i've seen uh the results from some of the women that you empower um you know being raised by a single mother mm-hmm. you know my sister's my older sister but you know she's my, my, my i'm the big brother yeah. still you right. know having two daughters uh everything about me is about empowering women and yep. so to see the lives you're changing to see people who didn't believe in themselves get the chance to connect with you get coached by you and to watch that transformation i know it has to be rewarding but seeing it third party from the outside is it's it's amazing so it's a blessing that's how yeah. you know when you're walking in purpose is when you can take your pain the things you've gone through then spend some time, you know, continuing to hone your gifts, identifying your gifts, honing them, working on them, and then using them as a service to the world. I mean, right. that's my definition of purpose. Um, and you lightly mentioned my book, and you lightly mentioned how someone can get a free copy of it. Not, but not just a free. I mean, I want them. I said I want to make sure they pay for this. It just took some work, but I want to make sure they get a discount through through the podcast, man. Right. Gotta, we gotta, oh, you want? We it need to them to free. subscribe. Oh, we, absolutely. We, yeah, need, we, we need to make sure that you are subscribed to yes. the We Won't Quit well, when is, uh, podcast. When is, when is your podcast coming back around? Season three, yes. 2022. So you were on season two, and yes. my podcast was an extension of the book. A right. lot of folks, um, a lot of the main reviews that I received is how it was a quick read for a lot of people because it was a lot of, you know, back-to-back action. Right. But I also received feedback that people were triggered by a lot of the stories in there where um, I even had one of my daughter's teachers was reading it and she was like, Jazz, I had to just go put it back. I had to put it down, go upstairs, take a bath and come back to it because she just it, it was emotionally charging for her. And so that prompted me to add a healing workbook to it, which I will be releasing, re-releasing the book in 2022. But I'm partnering with some really great cl- clinicians so that we can get that medical side in there, med- mental health side in there, um, but allow the reader to be able to process okay. while they're reading the book. And uh, I'm going to encourage folks to do it in groups, the community, as we're talking about, Um, being able to have someone with you along the journey while you're healing. It brings accountability, but then it also brings that encouragement as we need because healing is messy. It don't feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, But the reward on the other side, the freedom that you experience when you can really get to who God created you to be after we lift up all the mess and the stuff that's been weighing us down. is liberating and everybody deserves to experience that. So uh, the healing workbook will be coming along with the book. Well, we got to have you back. We got to have you back. Yes. If, uh, so that way you can. And I have, I'll sign your healing workbook as well. Because I need to, I need to heal. You know, <laughs> but the, you said problems. I need to heal. Yeah, I still got some. But got the, some we all do. It's, it's ongoing. Absolutely. It never ends. Right? Like it's a like plant. Yeah. I mean, when it stops growing, what does it do? 
Right. Seeks water. It's, it's it's looking for sun or it dies. Or it dies, sir. Yeah, it dies. I'm not trying to go anywhere just yet. I've got too <laughs> much to do. Thank you so much. Look, I know it's the day before Christmas. Yes. Taking time away from the family, from the girls to really be able to speak, um, speak power into the lives of, of women and men yeah. uh, as you've done. That's what was so important about your season, too, is yes. it's one thing for women to get a chance to to hear from other women and hear another woman's perspective. But if you want to know about a, a, a man, you got to hear from a man. That right? is the whole reason why I did it. You did a whole season on men. It was, it was strong. And when, and like you said, even when men talk to other men, y'all, y'all can talk and relate, but you're not going to know a woman's perspective until you ask her for it. Right. And right. it's the same for us. We can hear, we can exchange war stories or love stories or whatever, but until we actually give a man a floor to use his voice, because our society in, in many ways have even stifled men from using their voices because it's perceived right. as feminine or whatever, right. soft. Um, but yeah, that season two was growth for me because it allowed me to really hear from men and communicate with them in a way that I hadn't before the experience that I hadn't had communicating with men. Cause if you think about it, if you weren't raised with a dad in the house, you don't really know like the mannerisms, the interactions, right. you know what they need, those kinds of things. Right. So season two for me was like next level healing, but I was grateful to have you there to share your story. It was story. an honor. It was yeah. an honor to be on. I look yeah. forward to being back. So lastly, again, tell yes. them how they can, they can find you one last time. Yes. You're, you're, so that way, before we close out. Yeah. Best place to find me is Instagram at I am Jasmine Steele, which I know will probably be in the bio caption. Yeah, just here. go ahead and spell it for those people who drive in. All right. And, you know. I am Jasmine J A Z M I N Steele S T E E L E. And in my Linktree bio on my Instagram page, you can actually purchase the book. You can set up a consultation for your self-care ladies. Uh, and you can also see my business where I'm empowering women everywhere to protect themselves legally and to be able to position themselves to grow their businesses as well. And that's what we're doing in 2022. That's what we're doing. I mean, you you killed it. Uh, and you ain't killed anybody, but you know, you, <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I got to be specific, right? But What did I kill? I just, this business. I watched how many people, how many small businesses you empowered and people you empowered and empowered more small businesses. That's going to be a whole nother episode. Yes. They need to catch you so they can, uh, you know, get with you and, and learn how to protect themselves, protect their business and protect their Absolutely. mind, their heart and then their money. And right? their See, money. I was paying attention. Can I show my T-shirt? Please show your T-shirt. I'm excited about it. I'm going to be launching it in January. Okay. But um, I am healing my mind, my heart, my money. You can hold it. Okay. Let me hold that up. Uh, but yeah, I want to. I want to be able my to. My heart and my mind. Oh, it's on a shirt. Yes, sir. you didn't even tell me that. Look at you. See, see surprise. See the, see the little... Surprise you with some chocolates and, and stuff. I get all these gifts. Merry Christmas in with you. I might have to let you take a microphone size, or something because uh, I, I don't have any gifts. I'm gonna let you take a, a camera, <laughs> a microphone. I'll give you something. But yeah, Thank that'll you. be available too. Soon yes, as well. make sure you get that. It speaks volumes. What you, what was self talk experience, right? One of our sponsors. Shout out to the self talk experience. Shout out to the what sales. you say to yourself about yourself, right? It's everything. Yeah, it dictates where you going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So make sure you all follow that. Listen, happy holidays to those who are watching this. Definitely decide what you want for twenty twenty two. You know, the only way you could possibly fail is to quit, but we know it's impossible to stop a man and woman who will not quit. This is episode two of the We Won't Quit podcast. Guess what? We'll be back next week. 
Right? What's that going to be? New Year's Eve? It will be 2022 the next time be, that well, we are New back. New Year's Eve is going to be right there on the verge. It's Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, right? Yep. I mean, Daisy, I got I to gotta keep this going every week, so. You will. Yeah, it ain't, we ain't going It's going to be amazing. Absolutely. Because oh, we won't quit. Wait, I tell you, the people who are lined up to come here. Scary. Lined up to come where? To the We Won't Quit podcast. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm. I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Though. Yeah, it's just it's it's happening. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for next the, level for the people who are going to get a chance to grow as a result. Yes. So good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Jasmine. Thank Steele. you, sir, for having me. Thank you. All right, family. Take care. God bless. Look forward to seeing you next week. All right. Peace. <laughs>